0: special episode for you today. We have entrepreneur, disruptor, innovator, inventor, and all-around good guy Mr. Clayton K. Redman joining us today. Clayton, welcome to the show.
1: Hey Victor, thanks for having me, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. You know, I'm glad we were able to finally get together. We've been communicating through DM for a few months and here we are. We finally made it happen.
1: Hey, no time like the present. Perfect time, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you
0: know, Clayton. Before we get started, you've been recognized by the Dallas Business Journal B and E's top fifty. You've got intellectual property with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. DCEO, you're you're a well known guy in the tech space, and you've got this little invention or this little technology that you created close a decade ago that was probably pivotal in your career. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you kicked it off?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor to be be with you. I usually tie everything back to my upbringing in Dallas, Texas, mainly Oak Cliff, Texas, because of how much of a STEM-motivated community uh, I grew up in, uh, with my fathers, uncles, everyone around me. Uh, in my church. I had the opportunity to intern at companies my father had pivotal roles at and, and, was, and really had a front row seat to a lot of the different innovations and and way technology was moving forward. Graduating from high school in 1999, that was a very monumental year in time for technology. And so my time working in the, in the telephony space, uh, I was able to understand it from various levels and pretty much see where technology needed to go in order to create the full circle or to create that full suite of, of online suites that we're, that we're accustomed to now.
0: So let me ask you the, real quick, but how did you realize telephony was going to be such a big industry? Because it was a little boring and it, it, it was a very useful tool but it was never like this sexy industry. What made you you know, look at this differently than everyone else?
1: My father's company, uh, not his company, but he worked with a group of individuals here in Dallas, Texas called Celsius. Uh, and they went on to sell the voice over IP technology to Cisco, which is now the new the call manager, 7960 phone systems, right? That came from Dallas, Texas. So I, from that, I saw... Pretty much in a two-year span, long distance get eliminated as a market. And so as a young child, as a guy 17 years old, seeing going from calling cards and long distance this and that to one company being able to pretty much make that obsolete, it just showed me how quickly technology moves and how impactful it can be to industry. So I wanted to be a part of that and be ahead of that.
0: That's fantastic. So you, you witness disruption before we really called it disruption.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: By the way, my one of my really close, I won't even say that, my best friend in the world is from Oak Cliff. And okay. uh yeah. So I spent some time in, in Dallas and in Oak Cliff and beautiful area, beautiful part of the state.
1: It's a beautiful place.
0: So disruption. How do you look at disruption now? You know, disruption was huge you know, back in the the tech boom years ago, everyone was disrupting everyone, every industry. Now with the advancements of technology, it seems to be a little bit more difficult to find disruptive opportunities without spending billions of dollars. So what's on your flight deck for the future for the disrupting and being innovative? What's on your, your horizon?
1: One of the- the main thing that gets us excited right now is the is the ability the peer-to-peer fintech space we see there's going to be great opportunities and tremendous growth in that space as consumers uh, not even just consumers but more Americans turn to the gig economies to turn to the creator economies to not only subsidize their existing income but as more and more positions and Trades become, you know, automated and AI, then they'll be looking for ways to monetize their time and in, in various ways. And and that's what really excited us about Monetimes and starting that project over three years ago uh, was the ability to really encapsulate time and give people a way to monetize it, right? Because monetime really provides the easiest way to pay for time. And our application enables professionals and clients to really dynamically track their time invoice and process payments automatically all in real time and not only just our app but our api we believe will be the building blocks to various new time-based applications for professionals or decentralized apps for the crypto blockchain or, or even in the enterprise space.
0: So let me ask you a question. I'm a plumber. I'm a dog walker. I'm a programmer. Who who can use this platform monetize?
1: Monetize. Yeah, monetize is, is the co- combination of the words monetize and time, because mm-hmm. uh, that's exactly what our our app does uh, for you. So the, the the range is very broad. Um, when when people ask me that, I, I really refer kind of to say. How did Uber look at that? From well, who's going to take rides? Really, anyone who needs needs a ride. Everyone has that asset that's alive of time, and most people have that added asset of knowledge and expertise, right? Whether you're a a plumber, a babysitter, a dog walker, an attorney, a tutor, or or even on the enterprise level from Recording studios or, and parking garages and, and parking meters, but a new way of approaching how not only time is calculated and processed, but also how, how it, it interacts in a peer-to-peer way, which makes it very easy for anyone to be able to monetize their time. the same way, same way that Airbnb made it easy for anyone to monetize their asset of a home. we believe that professionals and creators need a, a powerful independent way. To monetize their asset of their time and their knowledge,
0: so and using monetize, I could bill someone by the second, by the minute, by the hour, however I want to charge my for my services or my product.
1: That that is correct. Um, you're able to choose between a flat rate or a per hour rate, and that per hour rate is calculated by the second. So if that interaction is one hour. 2 minutes and 35 seconds, it's going to calculate that and send that payment directly to you in real time.
0: You know, I I love it because there are so many people post-pandemic that are going to work from home, uh, not in a studio, not in an office or retail space. And we changed overnight. So an application like this, I could see it integrating with pretty much, you know, anything. What kind of partners do you see utilizing MonoTimes in the future?
1: Through the partnership with our API, which we've made it not only payment agnostic, that means a developer or or a team that's coming up with a new tutoring app or a new babysitting app could easily implement MonoTimes into their application and now have that dynamically tracked time payment function. We want to give it out in a, a wide array. because. Like say Apple, when they created their store, it's hard to think about everything yourself. And if you provide the building blocks, then you can actually have a whole community of developers and young and old people working to deploy new innovative applications in ways that they see would be very beneficial to themselves and to their their group. And our goal from that is to build that community where Individuals can easily deploy apps or utilize our app that is ready for them to use out the box.
0: I love it. So, what brought you to this this idea, this concept? How did you see this prior to COVID affecting the way that we engaged on a on a B two B or peer to peer basis?
1: Mainly from personal need as an entrepreneur before covid there you remember there was a lot of networking uh, a lot of networking events you know and it was it was very it would become customary for people to ask for consultation free of charge you know hey let me pick your brain hey can we go out to lunch and you know those types of things and you know you know giving away your time and information is is a very good thing to do but sometimes there's a there is a professional level to that especially when that is what you do for a living right? And mm-hmm. so it. I wanted an easy way for like Cash App or Venmo for me to be able to charge for those sessions when we go to lunch or at a conference, very quick and easy, right? And just through that development, uh, various people on my team started to see it and it started to grow. And then my intellectual property attorney realized, and after doing a lot of research, just saw that a new vertical. In digital payments was a great space to be in, as well as fintech is a great growing space to be in. So we like to be on the bleeding edge, uh, and we believe that Monetimes is on the bleeding edge of, of fintech and digital payments.
0: I would agree with that. You know what I love about it? It's it can be used in high tech and low tech, and we're entering into a little bit of a labor crisis. And so individuals with skills that they're willing to deploy at any given moment, it'll make them easier to not have to possibly process through human resources, go through nine or 10 different steps. They can actually show up, provide a service, uh, receive compensation, move on, and life is good
1: life is good life is good and that's what we wanted we wanted that peer to peer transaction where an individual did not feel like they had to go to a aggregator in order to get the peace of mind of payment correct right and that and that really has caused some problems in the gig working community uh and the creator community similar to how the music industry was you know years ago when the labels took the lion's share of the proceeds because they were the platform right now freelancers and creators are really dominated by platforms that take the lion's share of their earnings and we wanted something that you could have on your phone in your pocket and could deploy it at any time to take advantage of any opportunity to share your expertise and knowledge whether you were a YouTuber, and at the end of your YouTube video, you said, hey, if you need some hand-holding and and want some one-on-one attention, monetize me. Or if you are a babysitter, or like we said before, a tutor, or even a recording studio, who we've seen started to use uh, our application more and more just to manage their time of their engineers and the artists that are in studio sessions in a very centralized way. So it's very exciting to see what people have been using monetimes for.
0: You know, it's really going to make a big change in entertainment. One of the problems I've seen is the ability to afford someone to be creative for you. And an example is maybe I need a, a studio singer for a jingle. Or uh, maybe I need someone to be the face of a project that I'd like to launch, but we don't have a guaranteed budget or a a certain length of time. And we can just pay as we go, and it can make the individual affordable in a sense that they're getting their rate without going into a long-term commitment that may not be a possibility for The individual who needs the service. There's just a lot of ways that someone can monetize their services in a way without discounting it, getting the lion's share of the income and making it easier for the individual who needs the service to make the decision. I love everything that it represents.
1: Well, that is exactly what we want to accomplish. And as we look forward, we see wonderful applications such as clubhouse and twitter spaces places where creators are 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 flocking to because of the the large networks but these platforms are struggling to find ways to monetize their creators in a very positive way or really in an impactful way and we believe that monetize could also be a new way of payment functionality for those platforms rather than relying on tipping or relying on paying a flat rate or a ticketing fee to enter, not knowing if I'm gonna actually receive the valuable information that has been advertised on the flyer. But if I'm able to enter into that room, listen to the conversation for about 30, 45 seconds, make that determination if there's value here, if I stayed, my timer starts as I'm listening and gaining more information. Like a toll road, I'm paying so I can get to my destination a little faster. And then when I leave that engagement or I leave that room, it automatically charges me. And I'm able to then browse and see if there's more content I want to consume. Right. So we, we see that dynamic tracking is on various levels could could impact digital payments.
0: Absolutely. This is a home run, you know. I I don't want to sound greedy, but how how can I get a piece of this deal? <laughs> hey, are you are you guys going to uh, go public eventually? Are going to offer a a crowdfunding round? I mean, what what's the deal? How are you guys going to raise capital? I want in.
1: Well, we can talk offline about that, uh, as well as we are. We've been partner funded. Uh, as of now, over the last over the last three years, we're we're so excited about the technology. We've built a, an incredible team. If you want to, uh, anyone listening, want to check out our team, it's at monetimes.com forward slash teams. So we have a, a wonderful group of individuals who we're working every day. And we are looking at ways to grow our team in a very effective way. And we'd love to talk to you about that offline.
0: Absolutely. Can you spell monotimes for everyone so they know how to spell it correctly?
1: That is M-O-N-E-T-I-M-Z-E. Monotimes.
0: All right. Fantastic. So I've got one last question for you. What's the process been like for you putting together your team, developing your, your secret sauce, your software, your algorithm? How long have you been working on this and what advice would you give to someone out there who's looking to start their own app, their own program, their startup, you know, would you go, tell them to go through an incubator, find a mentor? What's your, what's your advice?
1: My advice is be very honest with yourself about your tolerance for pain and your, your expertise in the space. And and not even just expertise, but the ability to have people around you that are smarter than yourself that can help this go forward. If you do not have that resource around you, then an incubator or a accelerator are all great tools. And, and also not even that, if you're not able to get into those type of communities, then go rent a space at a co-working space. That's very creative because you need to be around though, around other people and not just in your home office in order to to evangelize and spread that. But if you do have the experience of doing that, then I'm a firm believer of, you know, having great people around you that are smarter than yourself and you trust and everybody being very passionate about the technology and the project that that you're building. And if you continue to work, continue to make connections, continue to do those things to spread, because it's not you. It's, a lot of times it's the, that I've seen people fail, and even myself at times, is operating in a bubble, right? think you're doing some really great things, but if no one knows about it, then no, none of the opportunities can come your way, right? So evangelizing about your technology and, you know, having discernment to making sure that the people that you bring around are the right people. And if it's the right technology or right project, it will pick up steam and momentum and and teach you a lot, even if it's not extremely successful or reaches the level of success you had in mind. It, it has done something to evolve you as an entrepreneur, and you should be very thankful for it. And, and take that information and continue to grow.
0: That's that's great advice. You know, I always talk about being immersive in everything you do, and you don't have to be the smartest person, but if you immerse yourself and you can stay in the room and have the conversation and allow people who are smarter, faster, better to do what they do, they can accelerate your growth for sure. So when did you know you had the right Because I know this you know, is probably pretty broad and you could do a million things and you probably had to compress it quite a bit. When did you know you had it?
1: I did a transaction with my brother uh, who is in the payment space and after the transaction the next day he called me and said Clayton you know I want I want you to really look at what you're just using for yourself He says I need it a lot of people need this and then that's when I spoke with my uh, IP attorney she said exactly you know we we all need this even as attorneys we need this for various reasons and that was about three and a half years ago and so we uh, set out on a mission to Allow everyone to be able to take advantage of of peer to peer time payments, and my IP attorney does that to me a lot. She's, you know, her name is Weiwei. She's she's been my attorney I say for ten plus years, and a lot of the times when I'm creating things for myself, she usually says, "Hey, look, <laughs> it's, other people need this, <laughs> so let's do something with this, right?" So it's great to have great people around you, uh, and and she is one of those, a part of our team who's just always been there and taking us to the next level.
0: I always tell people the first money you should spend once you have your concept framework in place is with your attorney. And a lot of people are so afraid to spend that money on the attorney. They think it needs to go into the source code or the brick and mortar or whatever it may be that they can't get comfortable talking about it because they don't have their IP locked down and secure, which delays their ability to communicate and be in that peer environment that you talked about earlier, you know, uh, being in that accelerator, being in that incubator. So I'm glad you brought that up because most people wait and think that's the end expense or function is handling their legal and it's just starting the beginning.
1: Yes, uh, it should be the second thing you do after you think about the idea <laughs> or the concept, most, most definitely.
0: So uh, tell us about your team. Anybody in particular that uh, you want to bring up while you're on the show or what's your team look like?
1: Well, everyone, everyone on the team are really are rock stars. Like I spoke about earlier uh, on our management team, uh, Weiwei Zhang. is our IP head of, of of our IP department. uh Pivotal part of our team from day one. Uh, then we have Thomas Span, uh, who is our CFO. He has extensive background in the digital payment space. A Morehouse man. I, I, one thing I would like to say is that we we probably have one of the most diverse and inclusive ownership boards that I've seen out there. Go take a look at it. I know diversity, inclusive a, a inclusion is a is a big thing now, but it is in our DNA as a company, because we really believe that those diverse outlooks and perspectives really help shape technology in the way that it helped reach reach the masses. And we have uh, Otis Jennings, who is a beautiful mind. If you've ever, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was a genius on there. I always refer to him. He, who went off and studied and really has shaped the world of uh, or the discipline of uh, of data science, you know, has been his expertise for I would say 20 plus years before it was even a even a space. He was pioneering that space in academia. And then we we just brought on a gentleman by the name of Anthony Gallegos, who is going to head up our business development. He's our new business development director. Also, a, a an African American gentleman with extremely great track record in the biz development space for technology and platforms and then a a young lady by the name of candace taylor who is our creative director we're growing every day that's fantastic yeah we're growing every day
0: so one last question i know i said that last time i asked the last question but this is really the last question (laughs) so blockchain is obviously the truth and data and the backbone behind cryptocurrency do you think in the next five to 10 years we'll see we'll see blockchain monetize and become useful in other spaces uh, that we don't currently see it in right now? Because I think the problem with blockchain is it's very valuable, but there's an expectation that data should be secure and true already. So how, how do you think it deploys down the road in, in a bigger way?
1: So when you say that the assumption is data and true uh, and secure already, you mean in a, in a centralized way. And so why are we going to a decentralized way? That's, that's,
0: like, I think a consumer opinion, you know, per se.
1: Well, you, no one should assume that your data in any centralized place is 100% secure and safe. Cause that just, is not a, a fact, no matter what type of security measures you have in place, any, it can be not, compromised. Absolutely. Um because it's it's a machine. You know what, what excites me about the blockchain is the ability for it to decentralize and solve a lot of issues, not just with crypto, but you know, in the DeFi space. And, you know, on the monetime side, we you know, we're looking at ways that we can improve, you know, when you look at the proof of work or or proof of stake, you know, that that impact you know, on the proof of work that it has on the environment, and then you know, on the proof of stake and, and the impact that it has on, you know, uh, how much capital you have to stake. Uh, you know, there may be a time component. We don't know. There, there may be a way to, you know, get rewarded based on the amount of time you are mining or, or computing. So, uh, but I, I do see anything that is centralized now. I believe there will be a decentralized component to it that is running on whether it's the you know Bitcoin, Ethereum, or some new blockchain. But it's hard to deny the security of the blockchain. Yeah, because it's even as a as a programmer, it's just you think about it over and over and it's just it's not much you can do with it. And you you can't penetrate it. So it's just a it's a solid long term solution to anything that you need to secure.
0: It's a beautiful thing, you know, and and I think, you know, the toughest thing is, you know, when a consumer assumes something should happen a certain way already, it takes them time to see the the value to pay for it. So uh, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. As we find additional ways to decentralize data and implement more blockchain, I think we'll see more use.
1: Absolutely. And and people are coming up with incredible projects, you know, every day. It's 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 just amazing. So that is definitely the future of uh of our currency or of our or, or of our our financial system. I was watching uh a morning squawk the other day and really ninety percent of the conversation was was crypto. I was like, yeah. wow.
0: <laughs> you know, two years ago when i brought up crypto to money managers or wall street guys it was uh, yeah that's that's garbage don't invest your money it's worse than gambling and now more and more individuals are adding space in their portfolios for cryptocurrency
1: yep <laughs> absolutely cuz i mean you really you really need to and you know cryptocurrency is is fine but it's kind of you're kind of in the middle of that wave the if you want to get ahead of it like if you want to go on a time machine and go back to those that turned it down and but wanted to go back you know you could do that by getting into defi uh, the de- decentralized finance because that really is going to be the future of our uh, i believe of our yes. of our financial institutions
0: absolutely absolutely well clayton this has been fantastic i you know i got to have you back on the show later and then definitely offline uh, we need to chat about how Victor Young can become a shareholder in Monotimes.
1: It Sounds like a plan, Victor.
0: Thanks a lot, folks. Thanks for joining us. This is The Daily Life Coach. And as usual, share this with your friends, your family, and most importantly, live fearlessly.